the Prophet Dig Radio Show. Hey guys, you here with Prophet Dig. Another little tip today. When you're bidding work, the main concern, in my opinion, is you need to know what it costs you to operate. When you're bidding work on a day-to-day -day basis, if you do not know this, you cannot give an accurate bid. And if you don't know what it costs you to run your crew per day or multiple crews per day, what it costs for your crew, your equipment, your materials, so on and so forth, you cannot put a bid together and put a markup on it and know that you're going to make money. If you and I are bidding against each other, our materials are going to be roughly within 1% to 2% of each other. Where we're going to lose money or make money compared to each other is based on our time factor. What I see, the amount of time and the amount of people and crew that I'm going to need to put this job in versus what you're going to need to put this job in. If, if you're not getting this down, you're not going to make money. If you're not getting this down, you've got to figure out a way to improve your cash flow. The only way to improve your cash flow is to figure out this. If you bid a job and you've got just say a steady 15% profit figured in and say you're running a 10% overhead and you're not making money, you've got to figure out where you're going wrong. And there's multiple solutions out there to track your cost, profit dig being one of them. I don't care which one you use, but you need to be using something to track your job cost. But the only way you can improve your cash flow and recover from jobs that's been underbid is to track your cost and find out where you're losing money and correct it, and that will automatically improve your cash flow. If you're going in at a 15% profit margin or 10% profit margin, you want to hit that mark or do better. You know, if I go in at 15%, I want to try to come out at 20, 25%. Always, the only way you can make it up is to speed your crews up and do it in time because your materials are going to cost you the same regardless. So guys, you have to know what it costs you to run your business to be able to improve your cash flow. Another hip, uh, tip today, when you bid a project and you've been awarded this project, some things you need to consider to be able to get the most profit and most production out of the job you possibly can. One thing is job site utilization. Make sure when you're looking at a project before you send your crews out, you look at your common areas, you look at, you know, what you've got to do, say you're a downtown area, you know, you've got spoiled material or topsoil material that's about to be transported out, put on another site, and then truck back in. You know, make sure you got all that stuff prepared, especially in your bid, but now that, that balls are the wall, you've got to get this figured out. So do your as a project manager, do your due do, do diligence. Figure out your best places to store pipe, to store material, stone, whatever it may be, to where you're not Store it in a way to where you're not storing it someone else's way and where you don't have to move it multiple times while you're on site. All that does is prolong your, your time, it costs you money, and if you've got X amount of man hours and equipment hours for this project, if you've got to move materials half a dozen, dozen times, you know, you're, you're killing yourself. You're costing yourself money. Put it somewhere where it's out of the way, easy to get to, and you don't have to touch it again. <clears throat> then we come into Production utilization. You know, you got to have a strategy as far as getting your men, your equipment, and everything set on site. I hate to see a job site loaded up with equipment. You know, when you got equipment sitting still, it's in the way and in a confined area, you can't get production because you got too much stuff there. Too much stuff can hurt you instead of helping you. Figure out what, what equipment you need, what trucks you need. 
what manpower you need to make this job go the fastest it possibly can. Look at your equipment. You know, where's it going to get the most production at? You know, say you're loading that material to haul off. Make sure your loader is where it can load his trucks without having to make a 180 degree turn to, to get to the trucks. Have your job site prepared to where, and, and figure it out before you get there, have your job site prepared to where you can get in and get out in the most effective and productive way possible. All this stuff goes in within days of mobilization. Guys, you may not realize it, but it will cost you money in the long run. Do your homework, be prepared to start a job. I want to talk to you about a lot of you, you know, there's something coming, want to know when do I need to hire an estimator? Well, you know, it has to depend on your market and area you're in, but like here locally in Middle Tennessee, an estimator is going to cost you between eighty dollars and $90,000 a year. An estimator, maybe slash project manager, is going to cost you between eighty dollars and $90,000 a year. All right, if I'm steadily putting in 10 to 15% profit, that tells me I've got to do $800,000, $900,000 a year gross just to offset the cost of my estimator. Well, that hasn't left anything for my business, my equipment, my overhead, or anything else. That's just to pay this guy right here. So don't just jump out and decide you need an estimator or project manager to make your business successful until your business is sustainable. You need to be able to sustain more than what's going to cost you to, as far as profit, going to cost you to, to hire an estimator. In my opinion, you're going to need $1.5 to $2 million worth of work on hand before you can ever even consider hiring an estimator. So guys, if you, if you don't know when you're starting your business, if you're not 100% sure of how to bid work or how to project manage a job, it's probably a good, good thing that you stay where you're at and learn a little bit more. But once you decide to make that decision, you need to have at least 1.5 to 2 million on the books because it's going to take that much to, to make a good living for you and your family and your business and be able to pay your estimator. So don't sell yourself short and get yourself in a bind just by hiring somebody off the bat that you're going to let down eventually and have to let them go and possibly put your company under from within the first year, year and a half. So God, please just make sure that you uh, do your homework and make sure you can afford an estimator before you hire one. Thank you. Guys, I just want to talk to you a little bit about how the importance is of running your business and keeping up with your bidding and job costing. Uh, how can I get the most out of my bidding and job costing? Well, my key answer is profit dig. And the reason I say profit dig is just not because it's something we developed and came up with and it does work. We've used it. We've got customers who use it. We've got customers that love it. But it doesn't matter who you use. You've got to come up with some way to be able to bid a project, keep up with your, your bidding and your job costing. Just because you create a bid does not mean you know exactly what it costs you to put in your work. So if you're not going from this to this, you're probably not 100% certain on what you're making on your, on your projects. And if you're not 100% certain on what you're making on your projects, it's kind of a balance of like, you know, when's the shit gonna hit the fan? I mean, it's gonna happen sooner or later. But with Profit Dig, we are affordable. You know, we are, and, and Chris and I was talking about a minute ago, you know, I've been on the bottom. You know, I, I, I saw the need for something like Profit Dig, but I was in a position that me and my business, we could not afford to spend thousands of dollars on a software to do bidding and then turn around and spend another thousands 
tens of thousands of dollars on a job costing service to keep up with our work. I mean, we were treading water at this point, which hindsight's 2020, we should have been on top of our game on the front end, but we did not do that. And that's why our video is here today to try to help you not make those same mistakes. Profit dig is just a low monthly fee. You know, there's no contract. You get in, you use it, you win jobs, you make money, you track your job cost, everybody's happy. But without something like Profit Dig, you know, it's, it's going to be tough, you know, because when you've been in a project or somebody asks you, you know, how much you're going to cost to do this or how much does it cost you to run your business, you can't give a fair answer because you don't truly know if you haven't been tracking your job costing from bids that you've put out previously. When you're awarded a job from day one, from mobilization to the end, you need to be tracking your job costs. Because on future projects, similar to this, if you lose money on this one, if you if you bid this project with a 15% profit margin and you come in at eight and nine percent, you think you made money, you did not. You did not make money. You've lost 10, 12, 13% on this project because you did not make your projected goal. When I job cost my jobs, my goal is if I've got 15% margin there, my goal is to make 20 to 25%. I can't always do it on materials, but I can do it in speeding up time. I can, I can have my crews out there, I can tell them you know, what they've got to do, the production rate they've got to hit, and then they're going to try to do better for me. And guys, I just can't stress enough how important it is to keep up from the time you bid a job to costing your job, and there's no better service out there to do it with and more affordable than ProfitDig. Check us out at ProfitDig.com. We can help you. We can help you make money and I guarantee it. Thank you. Thank you.